Welcome to Shady Pines Limited Series from Afterthought Media, where three gay men recap the Golden Girls Season 1. This episode, we're recapping Season 1, Episode 11, titled Stan's Return. First, from the podcast Cocktails and Cream Puffs, uh, give it up for the stick man himself, Mr. Joey Boohecker. Hello, Justin. Hi, boys. Hello. You know, Joe, I would always believe, you never told me, I would have believed that was you singing, because the voice even... Kind of has your intonation, like it has your. It, I would believe it. Yes, it's a large black man who 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 is doing it. But wouldn't you agree, Mike? Um, and I'm going to introduce Mike so he can comment. Well, <laughs> Mike, yeah. wouldn't you? Wouldn't you agree that like it kind of sounds like Joey's voice? Yeah, I think that's commonly that's a common opinion. People in the chat have said that before too. I mean, someone said it right now today, actually. And Joe really has a kick-ass voice. Like he's. I I really surprised that Joe doesn't sing more because Joe is very talented. He's a very talented singer. Okay, where's the butt coming? There is no butt. I've always thought that. I've always thought, God, he's got a really good voice. Hmm. Do you not agree? Do you agree, Mike? Yeah, I think he has a great voice. Oh well, thank you guys. Wow. I'm touched that you guys think that. By the way, Mike's from the podcast Catching Up, by the way. Now let's talk about that hair. (laughs) I cut my own own hair today, and it looks like someone just squeezed me, and the hair came out of my top. You know, uh, Lawson, it's it's very floby. Yeah, it it looks literally very floby. Now, what'd you do to the sides? Are the sides shaved off? I only touched touched the sides. Oh, my God. Okay. I think it looks fine. I, oh I, yeah, look, I went. I went too close. Yeah, right there, it looks huh? yeah. gray. <laughs> give it a day. Give it a day. I know. Joe, do you have gray or silver? Because you have like really deep dark hair. I can't tell. Hair. No, no. I, I'm just asking because you have such dark hair. When you do get gray and silver, it's gonna be so noticeable. Oh no. I mean, what am I gonna do? I'm just asking. Look, I I have a I in the last few years, probably last few years, I started getting like one or two gray hairs mm-hmm. or silver hairs, and it's kind of like Sophie's choice because you want to pluck it, but then you would rather encourage it to move to the middle, you yeah. know, like move on down. And they're thicker, they're longer, they grow twice as fast. Yeah. What are you gonna do when you get gray pubes? Uh, I don't know. Probably cut them off. Oh, really? Do you shave your yeah. pubes, Boohecker? I trim. You trim. What about you, Lawson? I trim, and I went heavy on the haircut. I also went heavy on the personal grooming. Oh, <laughs> like, no one's gonna see it for a while. Might as yeah. well. Yeah, it's all go gone. It. Don't you think? Don't you yeah. find though that it gets itchy when you go when you go too close? Yeah, you don't go skin. You don't go to the skin. Yeah. Although, if you do go to the skin on certain spots, the way to do it is using an old, truly a razor blade, like a razor. No. And you want, listen to me. 
You get one that that's kind of dull. It's on the older no, side. And, no, no, I'm 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 very serious about this. <laughs> one that's been used, not a fresh one, and you don't Rusty, use wa- listen, the rustier listen. the better. You don't use water or soap. You use talcum powder. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you know what? Somebody's gonna try it and write it and go, "This is true." No, it really is true. I swear by it. Nobody's gonna write in because they'll die if they. Yeah, try I it. swear <laughs> by it. Here's my question because I never had you know a father to teach me this or anything. Is how do you guys <laughs> wait, wait? Like your father's dead? <laughs> like what does it mean? How do you guys? I shave... never had a father to teach me this. How do you guys shave the hair on your balls and stuff like that? That's exact. That's exactly what I was just describing to you. Oh that's no! What... Oh no! I would never. I mean, it was kind of funny when you were talking about just like the regular skin part. Mike, no, taking, like... I'm, I'm, I'm actually serious because somebody, I asked somebody this once and somebody said, this is what I do. And I said, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And they said, not when it's like, you know, the razor, not a fresh one. Like after you use it for a while, who were you talking to then, Sweeney Todd? No, other gay friends. Oh. No, I'm not talking about a straight blade. I'm talking about like, your face razor, not a straight knife. I'm talking about like, a, um, like a Harry's razor after you've used it 20 times. Okay. I'm serious and not water. You use it when it's little, and you use talcum powder and you just hold everything tight and slide it over because the talcum powder makes it smooth. And no, I know, but I promise you it works. I swear to God. I actually wonder if I were to Google it, if it's like some kind of method, I swear to God, I was petrified, but I thought, Ugh, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> I, I couldn't you could cut your balls. <laughs> well, because what if you think about it, a, a, a shaver is automatic, and that's just going to yank at it if it gets stuck. So I thought, if I just take this slow, I swear by it. I'm really not bullshitting you, actually, right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, I believe that you do it. Yeah. It just doesn't sound like a good idea, in my my opinion. Well, to explain to me the best way to do it, because there's never really a good idea on how to do okay, it. Okay, wait. I actually do. I've wondered. This is where I was going. <laughs> What do you now? I've never tried this, and I know this is going to sound just as crazy as Boo Hacker's idea, but hear me out. Nair. No. 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 So no. I have a story about that. All right. There we go. <laughs> we all really? have Nair stories. I'm it's sure. not mine. No, I never put it on uh, my like genital area, but a uh, friend of the show, Philip, who yeah. Joe knows, yeah. put it on his asshole once, and oh. it like. Burned up his shit. So you don't like, come back from that. <laughs> like taking, like doing a number two was painful for a while. Oh my god! Because he he like chemical burned his yep. asshole. Yeah. Oh if you leave god. it too long, my, uh, Matt Hagen's got a chemical burn from it once too. You could, no no did, no no. That's where did, that's where did no. he use it? Everywhere, and he left it on too long. Well, just don't you don't leave it on too long. Yeah, but it's it's very chemically toxic, and it's it's better for heavier skin. The problem is, is the skin of your testicles and the skin of your asshole is porous. It's 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 um, mm-hmm. it's not porous. What do you call it? It's it's a uh, mucous membrane. It's a maybe mucous your balls membrane? isn't, but it's th- your your ass is, but your balls aren't. But your balls are thinner skin. Think about it. It's thinner skin. When Dorothy's ex-husband Stan arrives in Miami to finalize a real estate deal, he visits Dorothy to get her signature on the documents. Later at lunch, Stan breaks down and reveals that his wife Chrissy, the woman he left Dorothy for, has now in turn left him for a younger man. Dorothy feels sorry for Stan and agrees to spend the day with him. The next morning, as the other girls sit around the kitchen table, Stan walks into the kitchen in Dorothy's robe, shocking the other ladies. He leaves the kitchen as Dorothy enters. She explains to the women that it was one night stand. They should have called it one night stand. And it, that it meant nothing to either of them. As Dorothy, if is, only it was the only time she had a one night stand. 
Oh, does she sleep with Stan Moore in the show? Yes. Oh. As Dorothy is just about to enter the living room, she overhears Stan ordering roses for her in the hopes of a new beginning. Later, Stan stops by and proposes that he and Dorothy get back together. Dorothy mulls it over, and later, while talking with the girls, Dorothy decides to not get back with Stan, but she doesn't know how to break it to him. Later, she shows up to Stan's hotel room to end things with him, but just as she's about to break the bad news, Stan's ex-wife Chrissy shows up and begs Stan to take her back. Stan ends things with Chrissy right then and sends her on her way. After Chrissy leaves, Dorothy ends things with Stan, but before Dorothy can even finish the sentence, Stan runs out of the hotel room to grab Chrissy, leaving Dorothy alone on the bed. Mike Lawson, boys, Joy Boohecker, your thoughts on this episode? I Hey, I don't love the episode. Um, part of me disliked kind of that she screwed Stan again because mm-hmm. he's kind of someone I'm not supposed to like, you know? Mm-hmm. They do a decent job of making him kind of unlikable. Yeah. Um, but you like him towards as the series goes on. You like. Don't him. tell me what I like and don't like. No, no, but I mean in general, <laughs> you begin to like him because somehow he was able to play this really interesting character uh-huh. that that I think becomes likable when you shouldn't like him. Do you know what I'm saying? I'm, I guess I'm talking the long game. Yeah. Um. I just it was just an okay episode in my opinion. Hmm. Uh. What about you, Boo Hacker? What were your thoughts here? I think one of the things, again, I, I really think this show does, and this was a later episode, mm-hmm. um, it's such good writing, in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, because they tie the whole series up seven years later in a bow, mm-hmm. because this whole Stan thing is an ongoing thing of Stan popping in and out of her life, mm-hmm. and in the, the last absolute last show, Stan's at her wedding. And Stan actually kind of like decides to give her away. And it's just this touchy moment that you realize after everything they've been through, there's still a love between them. Mm-hmm. Not the same love that it was, but it's just, again, it makes him into this sympathetic character that you don't hate as much. Yeah. You almost feel sorry for her eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, it's so funny how we all have different opinions on this show. I actually, fairly, I like this show a lot, actually, this episode. Uh, I do quite, a, quite a bit. I thought I have a very strong, not, not strong, I, mean, I have a very positive uh, opinion of this show because, again, I, I maybe and maybe this is the problem with me. I think I like show episodes that seem very familiar to what I think of the Golden Girls, and to me, Stan's Bornak is, gosh, of all like the ancillary characters, one of the most important, if not the most important, you know. And so it's great to see all the girls interacting, being funny. Um, maybe I'll talk about this now because we don't really talk about specifics on this show. Boo Hecker, as the resident GGG, uh, Golden Girls guru, can fill us in here. Um, but wasn't the, you know, Blanche is making fun of Rose for dating a, a little person. And she's making, which are now very offensive jokes. Right. But doesn't she date a little person in a few episodes? Rose does. Oh, doctor, no, not doctor, doctor, doctor. She dates another one. It's his name isn't Doctor Frederick. His name is Doctor. Uh, I can't think of the actor. I can't think of the character's name right now. Oh, it's not coming to me. It's like Frederick Doctor. She, she, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan. She's going to date jo- Doctor Jonathan something who is somebody she meets who is who is a little person they use the word midget at the time but he's a little person mm-hmm. and and they do again that whole thing happens so she has a thing for little guys i guess i mean 
What, what dating a, one is a not a pattern, but don't you say dating two is kind of a pattern at least? I think it's also interesting that they're figuring out the Rose character and her stories. They're, they're, they're starting to develop that more. And I always wonder, is that something that Betty White asked for? Or is that them trying to expand the character more? I could see her going into the writer's room and saying like, hey, I think Rose needs a midget fetish. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I just think in general, because what's funny to me is... Yeah. To this point, I mm-hmm. think we have seen all the characters almost at their full who the character are going to be, yeah. okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but Rose, we still haven't really played into the St. Olaf kind of world yet, okay? Mm-hmm. And what's funny to me, again, is Betty White is the one who wins the Emmy this year in this first season. Okay. So, like, they're still figuring out the character. Do, do you know what I'm saying? But event they before the end of the season, I think we're going to see a fully formed rose. Oh, very interesting! Spoiler alert. Um, you know, uh, it's uh, one of the things I notice is that there's a moment where uh, Dorothy, right when when Stan leaves for the first time, Dorothy's talking to Sophia and she says, "Why did I marry that man?" And Sophia <laughs> says, "Because he knocked you up." And he probably got the biggest laugh I've seen of the season. Like it. Stop the show where like and they, and they kept it in the episode where like they have to sit there for that long period of time and wait for the laughter to die down. Um, why do, why do you think though, Boo Hecker, if you had to speculate that Dorothy married Stan? Well, that is the reason she got knocked up. She was pregnant. That's what you did back then. Hmm. Like, do you think it was something different? No, but they were clearly they were together for thirty eight years. Are you, we see this, like, but I think that's what people did back then. Is if you got pregnant, that meant you're going to get married, and you just figure it out. I mean, keep in mind, Dorothy is an Italian Catholic, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like what they did, and and you know, and there is she might have already said this, but you know, it wasn't perfect, but you figure it out mm-hmm. and you work things out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I do think there was a love there or a love that grew. Now, Lawson and my parents and Lawson's parents are still married, but Boo Hecker, your parents are divorced. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Sorry. And you, but your parents are divorced. Uh, what was sure. that? I mean, and they don't like this. It's very similar to Stan and Dorothy, correct? They don't, they can't stand each other, right? Well, no, I mean, they get along now, but mm-hmm. there was a time that, that there was, you know, it, it wasn't great, mm-hmm. you know, but I think that's true at the end of any relationship. It's not great. Mm hmm. Uh, do you, have you ever, this is a good question for Lawson, have you ever gotten back with an ex, had a one night stand with an ex, Lawson? Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's an ex where I haven't. Oh, really? <laughs> was it the one no. that you said was the best sex ever? A Rod We did, yeah, we did hook up a couple times after we broke up, for oh, sure. Oh, really? Yeah, we talked about it on Catching Up, I'm sure you knew about it, Joey. Oh. What about oh, like, Philip? right now? Philip, yeah. Oh, Philip for like years. Okay, what? But how? Okay, for but how soon after was it for Rod Cal? Like, like, what's been the longest? Like, you haven't slept with Steve again, have you? No, God, no. I have no. Mm-hmm. I didn't sleep wow, with Steve, Steve that we were, bad. I Wait, didn't let, sleep with Steve when we were together. <laughs> yeah, but that wasn't your choice. <laughs> um, no, and Steve, Steve and I didn't have like a sexual relationship. Really, it wasn't like mm-hmm. a lot of that, but. Wait, what was the question? So the longest? So I would say Philip and I w- would. What is the longest you waited? Waited? 
Meaning, like, how long, like, was there anybody who you had an ex, like, three years later, you see each other and you hooked up? Um, there was, there was once who we hooked up and then a couple years later hooked up again. Wait a minute, wait Does a minute. Count? I'm not going to count this as a boyfriend. That guy that you hooked up with in high school, you later reconnected with him, right? Did you guys ever hook up when you guys reconnected? No. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. No. no. Here's another important question everybody's wondering. Who had a bigger schlong, you or Philip? It doesn't matter. <laughs> well, it's so funny to me that, like, you. what that means is it was Mike. But it's just so funny that to him, like, the idea of having a big dick is a sad thing. Is that true, Lawson? Do you think it was a sad thing to have a big dick? That I'm sad? Not sad, but you're like, I mean, most people are like, yes, yes, I did. <laughs> but you're like, no. Well, I think it's... Satisfaction enough to have a big dick, Joey. <laughs> Lawson, let me ask you this question. Here's the important know. question. Here's the important question. Have you been with someone who had a bigger penis than you had? Yes. Of oh, course. okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not an of course. It. Yes, they have. Oh, sure. interesting. Very interesting. What about you, Boo Hacker? Have you ever gotten back with an ex? Uh sure. Oh really? Like what? Like speaking of midget fetishes, like who did Kevin date before he dated you? Not me. I mean, totally. All his exes were very different. Oh really? What were they like? They were just different. I mean, they were very different. How did, you guys, how did you and Kevin meet? I've gone through this with you a thousand times. Back in the day, we met on Gay dot com. Oh, interesting. I think we've asked that on a Shady Pines episode before. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then and what about you, Boo Hacker? What about do you have any exes that you like years later you were like oh. You asked me you just asked me that question. I know, but I then I, then yes. I, yeah, but then I want to hear a story. Tell me a story. There really isn't any stories. Do you have any <laughs> stories about Hello Dolly you'd tell us? Oh, that's a good question, Lost. Do you have any like what what was the song again that makes you cry in Hello Dolly? There's no that was Mike. Oh wait, Lawson, you cry in Hello Dolly? I said like I get choked up, yeah. At that that moment in the show, every time, mm-hmm. it means they did it right. Yeah, I feel like even if you do it wrong, it just feels good, though. It's just like yeah, a good moment. It's a great moment. Um, moving on. Yeah. Uh, well, so what? So tell me about so this episode. It this episode has uh, it, they try and give you a B storyline, but they really don't about taking a trip to Hall. Well, the girls want to go to a different place. Uh, Blanche wants to go to an island vacation. Dorothy wants to go to New York City, and Rose wants to go to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Rose originally wants to go to Washington. Oh yeah, Washington D.C. And then decides Hollywood. You or know, Gettysburg. Um, and the joke about Hollywood is, I, I so the Golden Girls was filmed at Sunset Gower Studios, which is right in the heart of Hollywood, like in the heart of, like actually almost across the street from the Pantages. And mm-hmm. um, it's right there in Hollywood. So like that joke, people who were in the audience would find that funny because they're literally, she's talking about how they're nothing but weirdos in Hollywood. And she's literally, they're literally sitting in the middle of Hollywood. So right. uh, filming this show. Uh, but uh, but and then the a weird like side story about Dorothy. I mean, I'm sorry, Sophia being offended. But then does this ever get resolved? Do they ever go on the trip that we know of? Yeah, they just leave her. Oh, no. But wait, they but in a, in a future episode, we find out they went on a trip. No, we never talk about it. 
Oh yeah, so it's like weird. It just never gets re- like. Don't you think it just, that storyline never gets resolved? They never decide on a location. It's never resolved. They're just talking about it. It's like a weird side story that just it it it, it didn't even need to be there. Mm-hmm. Like even the part where Dor- where Sophia brings the <laughs> old ladies over to laugh at Dorothy, which I loved, which I loved by the yeah, way. Yeah, I mean she could have done that without that storyline. It was a very yeah. strange storyline. Think of the money they would save on all those actors. It reminds me of that whole scene, like in Charlie Brown. This is a failure phase. <laughs> See, you I know, it's it, what, it's what in Charlie about? Brown where they bring around Lucy brings around the show uh, to teach what a failure looks like. You know, look look at the way his eyes come together. Look at the anyway. wait. What episode does this happen on? It's Charlie Brown. It's just called Charlie Brown. Is this like a no? It's a oh god. Move on. I like. I feel like a lot of the B stories are kind of unnecessary. It comes to like um. Remember Sophia and the cheese balls? Like oh, somebody yeah. was stealing the cheese balls. That's like, right. Yeah. Was that wasn't a nothing story. That was a nothing story. I, I feel like, you know what sometimes happens? Is that it's a bigger story, and then in the editing process, it just gets pared down, and they realize, sure. oh, that's already there. Well, we can't do anything with it now. And we need, mm-hmm. we need to have something for Rose and Blanche to do, you know? So they just they, they, their conversations are just about going to the trip. But I want to go back to the peanuts. Joey. Oh, God. Tell <laughs> me what's happening. Why is Lu- Who is Lucy talking about when she says this? Charlie Brown. And what's happened in the scene? Nothing. It's it's not important. I'm just saying it's 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 like her bringing her girls over to see. Look, I told you. Look at that schmuck. Look at that. I, I'm forget it. I don't care. <laughs> Last episode, you got triggered about a uh, story from Hello Dolly. This yeah, week, I'm not, I'm not triggered. triggered. I'm just, I just like it's not even worth having the discussions. All I'm asking is to explain it. I didn't get the reference. I didn't know what you were talking about. It's like she brought her friends over to see. Oh, look at the schmuck my daughter married who knocked her up, left her, and now she's sleeping with him again. It's the same concept of hers when she saw Charlie Brown saying, "Look, this is what a failure looks like," and this is, you know. It's, it's not important. Obviously, I'm not speaking. So wait, is Sophia then Lucy? Lucy. She's or? Lucy. She's Lucy. And Dorothy Charlie Brown? Pen? Who's Rose in the Peanuts? Woodstock? I'm about to hang up. Wait, why? <laughs> because I'm I'm sick of this. Of What are you talking about? We're asking questions <laughs> about the Peanuts. No, you're being assholes. I'm sick of it. I'm not doing this anymore. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> okay. By the way, if you had to go on a summer vacation, Lawson, where would you go? And you know what? I'm going to limit you to the places they were going. Martinique. What was that? Okay, Martinique. Joey hanging up. Oh, was it? Martinique, uh, Hollywood, or New York City. Where are you going? I think actually New York City is on my short list of places I'd like to go to soon. So well, maybe Joey's, I would pick that. Joey's a New Yorker, so and tell me if I'm wrong here, Joey. New York was very different in '85 than it is now, correct? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, when they talk about you know having some strange guy rubbing you down with oil, and she says, "Oh, hop in the subway." Mm-hmm. That's not far from the truth. My aunt. Um, my first time I ever was in New York was when I was in third grade. I flew there alone and met my aunt there who lives there. And 
I remember driving her, picking me up, and we were driving back to Brooklyn, and you know, her giving her little words of wisdom. When somebody comes in front of when somebody comes in front of your car and offers to clean up, when some homeless person offers to clean off your windshield, don't let him. And I'd be like, well, why? What's the big deal? And she goes, because where do you think they get the water from? That's not water. That's the only liquid they have is pee, and that's pee yeah. in the bottles. Yeah. Good. I mean, that was New York, though. You know, 42nd Street was all hookers and porn shops, and it was uh, not the safest place to go in. I mean, actually, watch watch Pose. That's a good That's a good example of what New York City in the 80s looked like. It wasn't until Giuliani was in office that really Times Square and everything got cleaned up and was safe. Oh, really? Hmm, interesting. So, at the, so, you're, so that's true. At the time, New York City was a really gross... Like, what was Times Square like at that time? Really gross, awful? It wasn't gross, awful, but it wasn't super safe. Like, now, like, kids could walk around there and it was super safe. I mean, there was a lot of prostitution and, mm-hmm. and porn stores and... Mm-hmm. It just wasn't it wasn't safe from pickpocketers or violence. Yeah. I mean, yeah, stuff still happens, but like nowadays, like it's it's like Disney World. Yeah. Going back to Golden Girls, uh Have oh, you wait, wait, where been would you to go? New York, either of you? I've been to New York City, yeah. Yeah. Where okay. would you go? Where would you where would you pick, Joey? Hollywood, New York City, or Martinique? Well, I've been to I've been to Martinique. I have not been to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um but see, the thing is, I really love New York City. We have a place there. I love New York City. Right now, it's not great. But um, for a vacation, I would be very happy in New York City. But I've never been to Hollywood. But it's interesting because even Joe's explained it to me. And, I, and I've known the layout of Hollywood is the stuff you see on TV is this small section. And everything else yeah. is like 45 minutes away from everything at best, mm-hmm. and it's not like the Hollywood that that you know we see in I Love Lucy. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Mm-mm. You know. So even though when you come, we're going to steal John Wayne's uh, footprints. <laughs> of course. Do we have to explain that reference to everybody? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm saving for the references section. Lawson's favorite part of the show. When it I really that. is. No, you told me you hate it yesterday. No, I said that one joke you ruined. Oh, you that one it's joke. It's so funny because when she said a lot's changed since – did she say Truman or Eisenhower? Truman. I think she said Truman. And when she said that, I said, well, Joe's going to put that on the list. No, I didn't. we have uneducated people in our, no. in our audience. I will say I did talk to uh, Aiden Deem yesterday. But that really sets their age when you talk about that, like, she'd remember Truman as president. Yeah. Uh, well, no, but they, but they, uh, they, they. I mean, Rose was married, no, or dating Charlie during World War II, so Truman would have been president sure, right after that. Sure. Yeah. Um, I was talking to Aiden yesterday, and I asked him. He would listen to the show, and I asked him if he knew about Princess Diana. He knew he the the only one he didn't he knew already was Princess Diana. He thought it was ridiculous that I explained who Princess Diana was. But he had no but, idea who Pavarotti was. Or... But Joe, it's funny because you keep saying, and I agree with you, that these girls are timeless. Yeah. And we don't think of them at the age that they are. But that really puts a spin on it when you realize Truman, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like, wow, they, they are old. Yeah, no, they're really old. I mean, my grandmother's 95. And when I do back the math, I think that the first president that she had when she was born, I think, I think was Wilson. You know, put put think about how crazy that is. Well, what's so funny for, for me to think now is my grandmother is ninety one years old, 
And I think of her as very old, obviously. And to right. me, it boggles my mind that she's like 10 years younger than the Golden Girls. She's probably about Rue McClanahan's age, right? How old right, Rue? Right. Uh, let me see. Computer, what year was Rue McClanahan born? No, Rue would be in her 80s. Rue McClanahan was born on February 21st, 1934. Oh, she's five years older. Yeah, yeah, she'd be in her late age. But like uh, Estelle Getty? How old would Estelle Getty be? I can find all this out. Uh, Estelle Getty were, would be like 92, I'm going to say. Yeah, so she, the fact that she's like, and Estelle Getty was seen as one of the younger ones, you right. know, is, and my, I see my mom and my grandma is very old, that, that she's younger than Betty White right. and uh, and uh, B. Arthur, Beatrice Arthur is, is so weird to me. It boggles my mind. Because to me, they're so significantly younger than my grandmother. Right. You know? So, uh, let me see here. Betty, B. Arthur, she was the oldest or Betty White was the oldest? Betty White was the oldest. Okay, B. Arthur was born 22. Yeah, she's seven years older than my grandmother. That's weird. I'm Uh, sorry. I believe Herbert Hoover, I believe, was president. At the launch of the Great Depression. No, when yes, but I think when my grandmother was born. Let me just double check that. Nope, nope, nope. It was before him. Calvin Coolidge? Was it Coolidge? Yeah. I really thought she was alive during um Yep, I guess it was Coolidge. Uh I really thought she was alive during Wilson, but that must be my aunt that I was thinking of. All right. So any more thoughts on this theme? I mean, I mean this this is a this is definitely a theme that we probably would have difficult relating to because we have neither one of us has been married oh, no, for 30 years. No, it was Wilson. Years. He just lost the election. So it was Wilson. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, I mean, to me, Wilson, when you think of he was, the, what, 38th president or something or 30. That's crazy when you think back that there's people alive who who saw that. It, to me, it's crazy, I guess. You know what's really weird? I don't even you know. This is one of those facts that always gets um, mentioned a lot. But it's um, John Tyler, President John Tyler, okay, who was the re- the running mate of William Henry Harrison. Right, shortest. Yep. Tippecanoe, Tyler too. Yeah, he has living grandchildren. Grandchildren, living grandchildren. They're still alive. But it's a, grandchildren. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a weird. It's a weird thing that happened. Is that John Tyler had children very late in life, like in his seventies? Yeah. Wow. And then one of those children had children very late in life in his seventies, and so and though and those people are very old now. So, uh, but yeah, he had living grandchildren. Wow. Yeah. So uh, anyway, uh, any, but anyway, we haven't been married for 38 years and then, you know, divorced for a number of years. And that guy comes back and we sleep with him. So it's hard to relate to this theme. But Lawson, any more thoughts on this episode? I was right no. the first time it was Coolidge. Sorry. Okay. Very good for the- <laughs> Just before I get a message saying you're wrong. So I just want to make sorry. All right. And then Boo Hecker, any more thoughts on this episode? No, again, I think it's a good episode. It's an, it's again, it's a Dorothy episode, mm-hmm. but it gives us a nice glimpse of everybody. Um, I think it's interesting that the girls, who are usually much more meddling in each other's lives, yeah. were not as meddling in this one. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay, now it's time for the references. Uh, Sophia makes a joke about. Uh, Brooke Shields and her mother. Uh, Brooke Shields <laughs> was a model at the time, a young model and like an actress. You know, she was looking at a hot Blue Lagoon. Actress. Yeah, Blue Lagoon. And uh, and her mom was like, sort of known as a, a classic, like it was always in the gossip pages, like a really meddling sort of stage mom. And, uh, you know, she was almost a, like a gossip character herself. It would be like, what's her name? What's her name that was... Um, like the Kardashian uh, mom. 
know, but who has the voice like this? Who was in Parent Trap? Um, Lindsay Lohan's mom. It's like it's like Lindsay indeed in in Dina Lohan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh, I, you I know what? Say- You're right. You're right. It is very similar to her father. Yeah, like Lindsay and yeah, uh, yeah Michael Lohan. Yeah, like that. They were just. She was just as much in the news as her daughter was, and that's why. Right. So, so make a reference to what Brooke Shields and her mother makes sense. Camp Snoopy. Uh, Dorothy says that's where Chrissy. Like she's making a joke of how young she is. Where's she going to meet her Camp Snoopy? How do you have to explain that reference? Because. Well, Lawson, but maybe you know what? You're right. We should turn to our resident peanuts expert, uh, Joey Boohecker. <laughs> Boohecker tells the history of Camp Snoopy. But I mean, how would they not know who Snoopy is? I mean, you're, I think you're over dissecting it. No, I'm not. You see, this is where you don't know. I'm going to tell you. Knott's okay. Berry Farm in California was, believe it or not, the first uh, theme park that Charles Schultz licensed the peanuts characters to. And so they had a, a, a part of the amusement park called Camp Snoopy, and it had just opened around the time that the Golden Girls came on. But I think so. that's an over-explanation. I think you're an over-explanation. Yeah. That's like what Joe said. He liked the, he liked the, Mike said, he liked the meal until he knew what the ingredients were. Yeah. Which is very funny, Mike, that you say that. I was having that discussion with my mother couple days ago when i was a little kid i I think every little kid loved this i loved fish sticks and fish fries loved fish and i used to eat tater i used to eat um what do you call it uh tartar sauce by the fucking spoonful okay okay so the funny part about this is huh can't tell how weird (laughs) i never would have guessed that you ate tartar sauce by the spoonful the funny part is is as i got older um (laughs) One time, my mother, my mother, uh, we ran out of tartar sauce. My mom's like, I'll just make it. I have the ingredients. And I watched her make it. And I was like, there's relish in this. I don't eat relish. Oh, did I lose you guys? Nope. Nope. Okay. I'm like, relish? I don't eat relish. And uh, after that, I this is 30 years ago plus. I haven't ever touched it since then. Because I used to love it. And then I found out what the ingredients were. Yeah. I get that. One time my dad made us um, tuna helper, and I didn't like tuna. <laughs> he made it with canned chicken, and I cried and said it was gross, and then they eventually showed me that it was just chicken, and I liked it. Did but, they, what, but was it chicken, or wait, was it chicken of the sea? Wait, hold on for <laughs> a second. No, it was chicken. It, 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 wait, hold on for a second. I've never had tuna helper. What is it? Hamburger helper. But with tuna. Tuna. Instead of hamburger, I've never I'm had hamburger. Ca- I've never I'm had Catholic. hamburger helper. We had a lot of that during Lent. Wait, you don't know what hamburger helper? I is? know. I've never had it though. I know what it is, but I never had it. Uh, you just like boil noodles, put in a sauce. It usually, it's like a cheesy or a creamy sauce, and you just mix tuna in with it, and then you bake it off. Yeah, yeah. or ground beef or whatever. Yeah. Well, tuna helper and probably tuna. But so tuna has sauce. Hamburger helper probably hamburger. Yeah, it would be like noodles, tuna, and like either a creamy sauce or a cheesy sauce. Oh. Will you take that music off, please? What music? All right. He's really triggered by it, man. I know. No, it's just it messes up the sound coming through to me. Uh, do I need to? Let me see here. Let's go to the chat room for this one. Do I? Is that all? Is that all of them? No. She later says Dorothy says she doesn't want to go to Hollywood and go on a tour bus to see a home that may or may not belong to Lucille Ball. Does that need? Does that need to be explained? I say it does. Okay. Uh, wait, I mean, people who know who is? 
I think there are people who don't know who Lucy, Lucille Ball is anymore. Well, then we're playing to the wrong audience. Because if you don't understand who Lucille Ball is, you shouldn't be watching TV. You should be going out and breathing deeply to get the coronavirus. Maybe all you have to say is Lucille Ball was the actress that played Lucy Ricardo from I Love Lucy, a very popular television show in the 50s. I think Lucille Ball was famous for years, and I think she's like the number one comedian of the world and probably with the biggest television star to this day. You know what's so funny? This is true. She died like a year later. She died like in 86 or 87. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, no, maybe in 88. When I, when I was going to school. 88 right? sounds more correct to yeah, me, Yeah, 88 sounds right. So um, we found out she died on my way to school, right? And I was so upset. She right? died in 1989, April 26th. Okay, that makes sense. I was so upset that Lucille Ball died that we pulled up to the school. My mom went to the office and said she was keeping me home. Because, really? Yes. I was so <laughs> upset that Lucille Ball died that I stayed home from school that day. What did you guys do? Did well, you go I home and Lucy, probably. I stuffed chocolates in my mouth to... <laughs> <laughs> to reenact Joey. that episode. <laughs> I went, Wah, Lucy's dead. You'd be 109 this year. Uh-huh. Is that crazy? Um, and then finally, uh, and like, this might be another one of those references I'm rooting for Mike Lawson, when Dorothy says, uh, who am I, Mr. Wizard? Or something about Mr. Wizard? Mr. Wizard was a TV star. No, I'll find out. I'll, next time, I'll, when I sleep with Mr. Wizard, I'll find out. Oh, yeah. Next time, I'll, I'm, yeah. Right, right, next time I sleep, yeah, Mr. Wizard was a TV star. He would explain science. He was like the, uh, the old ver- person's version of uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy. I used to watch Mr. Yeah. Wizard. Yeah, he was me Bill too. Nye the Did Science you? Guy. Yeah, okay. me too. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure when I watched him, it was very much in reruns, and it was on Nickelodeon. Yeah. Yeah, same. I feel like the Mr. Wizard joke made a lot of sense, and contextually even made sense, because... Do you do you have the whole joke there? Like, what was she responding to? It was kind of a. It was next time she has sex with Mister Wizard. Why do men? Why do? Oh, because Rose goes. I don't understand this. I don't understand that. Oh, she goes. Rose says, "I don't thermos. understand the thermos. How does it keep things hot and keep things cold?" Oh, I don't understand why you would sleep with somebody you've already been. been yeah, it was a whole series, and it was the final one. Turn to the thermos. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of the science experiment he would run is stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, I would watch him right now. Actually, <laughs> yeah, he, he 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 yeah, he was essentially a very simple version of of uh, Bill Nye the Science Guy, an old person's version of that. All he right, he kind of gave off pedophile vibes to me. <laughs> well, like, oh. yeah, it was part. It was just mostly because it was like always. It was supposed to be like in his like science lab. Yeah, his neighbor, like, the neighborhood kids would come over and visit him. Yeah, I think the world was yeah. just the you world were allowed to touch then. people, totally. and it wasn't exactly like a crime. You know what's so funny yeah. is at the time that Mr. Wizard died, um, my friend Deepika uh, was dating his grandson, and so I told him, "Hey, when he when uh, when he the grandpa was ill, Don Herbert was the guy's name." I said, "Tell your grandpa how much he really really meant to me," and he goes, "Okay, I will." You know, he never did, but I did tell him like that, Mister. I used to watch Mister Wizard. That was really weird. weird. And uh, that, uh, yeah, so I, I don't know if Mr. Wizard ever got my message. And I sent it in a, in a I put it in invisible ink. And he had to, <laughs> he had to run lemon juice He had to take it. lemon juice yeah. and rub it over that. <laughs> and the, the fact that I know that, I probably learned from him. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, now it's part of the show where we give uh, the number of cheesecakes for the episode. Joseph L. Buhacker, how many cheesecakes are you giving in this episode? 
Uh, this is a seven and a half, eight. I'll say seven. Whoa. Yeah, Lawson, where are you going on this? I'm a solid five. So fascinating, isn't it? I I would say I'm in the middle of you guys. I think I'm, 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 it's a solid six for me. Boo Hecker just vanished. It's a solid six for me. Uh, okay. Maybe Boo Hecker got so angry. Oh, no, he's back. Uh, Sorry. That's all right. Uh, I, I told him Lawson is a solid six for me. So we have a five, a six, and a seven. By the way, everyone, Lawson, Mike Lawson is doing a bang-up job. Uh, on this Google Docs sheet, he sent us. He sends it to us. It's color coded. It's, it's uh, really great. Yeah, can people? Is there a way people can look at it in the Discord without editing it, Mike Lawson? Yeah, I could share the link. Put yeah. it in the quarantine. Yeah, put it in quarantine. Now yeah. we're doing. A Remember new- when I started it and Mike got all the credit? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm gonna have Lucy come in right now and. <laughs> And exp- have people look at you. Um, Did you see the Will and Grace episode of I Love Lucy? It was you know, quite Lori well just, done. Lori just talked to me about that. Was it good or bad? Uh, I thought that uh, what's her name? Uh, look, I actually think that that Sean Hayes is a really great actor, and it comes through because he plays Ethel Lucy and he plays um, he plays Ethel Lucy and Fred in different incarnations, and really he he's quite funny. Um, the the one what's her name? God damn it! The one who plays Grace, um, Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing. Deborah Messing does Vita Vita Vegemint, and she's really great. the 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 little The little funny thing to me is when they're doing the candy factory, and the candy factory is is uh, I think it's I think it's Sean Hayes as as um Lucy and Deborah Messing as Ethel. But I could be wrong. I, it's not well, clear yeah, in my head right now. Because I'm sure Megan Mullally, because Megan Mullally and Deborah Messing can't stand each other. No, Megan Mullally does stuff at other other spots. But yeah, anyway, exactly. not the point. Um, the funny, the the thing about it that's funny is the woman who comes in who goes, "Let her rip." You know yeah. who I'm talking about? Yeah. And the candy thing. It was Lucy Arnaz who came in. Oh, and that's did so it. funny. I'll have, I'll have to so like, I'm sure everybody didn't get that, but the minute she came out, I I thought that was great. All right, very good. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, Lucy Arnaz is the child, this child of Desi Arnaz, who played Ricky, and Lucy Ball, who played Lucy. That's the Lucy you were talking about earlier in Peanuts? Yeah, good yes. question, Lucy Van Pelt was a spinoff. Thank you. It all comes full circle. All right, new segment of the show where Mike Lawson is going to talk to us about the episode we just... <laughs> okay, Mike's... I'll give Mike a couple of seconds to talk about that. Oh, you're kidding? Okay. No, so, I forgot that I was going to do that. But what I wanted to do is just before we conclude the episode, yeah. I want to say next time we're going to be reviewing episode 12, season one, which is called The Custody Battle. Yeah. And that's when Dorothy Herculia comes to Miami for a visit. Wait, wait. wait, say, wait say, who say it again. It, it broke up. You broke up. Dorothy's sister Gloria comes oh, to Miami for a visit. Oh, okay. oh, I don't know this episode, but Boo Hecker had a very knowing. Oh, this is the redheaded Gloria, not oh. the other Gloria. All right. Well, Lawson, thank you guys so much. Thank you for being a friend, Mike Lawson. Thank you for being a friend, you Joey's. Thank Boo Hecker. Shady Pines, boys. Shady Pines. Thank you for listening to Shady Pines, a limited series from Afterthought Media. You can find Mike Lawson on Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson. That's M-R-M-I-K-E-L-A-W-S-O-N. You can find Joey Buhacker on Facebook. That's uh, Joey and last name B-U-C-H-E-K-E-R. And you can find Joe Batance on Instagram at Joe Batance. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. 
Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>